Welcome to Eclipsed, a Heroes podcast where two old school Heroes fangirls rewatch the show, talk about it, defend its honor more than we don't. My name is Keisha. And I'm Rachel. And this week we are going to be discussing episode 22 of season 3, Turn and Face the Strange. And my silly ass didn't know what that was referencing for a long, long time. Like a long <laughs> time. <laughs> and when I realized it, I was like, oh, okay, okay. It's just being real clever with songs aren't we all right that's fine they got to i guess so they couldn't just call it that couldn't just call it the name of the song it's too on the nose but yeah no um but oh what's this is it is it is it true that we actually have heroes news this week we do the heroes news network has not one but four different news items holy shit it's you went from a drought to a flood. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the manner of speaking, uh, who, who should go first? You go for it. All right. Whichever one I want to start with. Yep. Whichever one. All right. Well, obviously, as this is unofficially the Zachary Quinto casting news network, um, I'm sure you all know by now that he is going to be part of the reboot of The Proud Family, the animated show from Disney back in the O's. Um, he and Billy Porter of Pose are going to be, uh, parents of one of the new characters, played by Kiki Palmer. Uh, yeah, they're, uh, a mixed-race gay couple, uh, or the adoptive parents of 14-year-old activist Maya Leibowitz-Jenkins. Uh, yeah, like I said, voiced by Kiki Palmer. So, look, look at him staying booked and busy. Yeah, more voice work. Yeah, I mean, he might not be on Invincible anymore, spoilers, so... <laughs> <laughs> I was seeing that someone on Twitter was like, does this mean he's not on it anymore? Uh, we don't know, person. <laughs> I'm really hoping that's not the case, but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So good job. Good job, him. Uh, uh, yeah. Go next. We'll just go back and forth, I guess. Okay. So in the, in very, both of mine are like today when we record May 17th. <laughs> yeah. Mine's old. <laughs> um. So on tonight's episode, May seventeenth of nine one one Lone Star, Greg Grunberg's on it, and he's on it with his son. And it appears it must be some kind of epilepsy related storyline from his tweet tonight. Because if you if you do or don't know, uh, Grunberg is a big advocate for epilepsy awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's got scenes with Gina Torres, I believe. Nice. Um, yeah, didn't, wasn't he, like, heavily involved in, in a, uh, an epilepsy, like, charity back in the day that he used to get the Heroes people to get, to, like, do stuff for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. that. You could probably track down those videos. I, I think, I, I think I know exactly which one it was. But, yeah. Um, my thing is as old as hell, and everyone probably <laughs> knows it, but, um, This Is Us is ending. Uh, they have a series finale date now, which means that Milo is about to be, uh, open and available <laughs> to, to do new mm-hmm. work. So, um, yeah, as well as the other cast members, but Milo Ventimiglia being the uh, relevant person for our interests. The Heroes alum. The Heroes alum. Yep. Mm-hmm. Though if Justin Hartley wants to get on a good show or whatever, like, I'd be cool with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd be more than fine with it, in fact. <laughs> Maybe he will. Oh. This is kind of like a bigger stepping up stone for him let's, than, you let's know. cast uh justin hartley in the mcu uh, i'll take your suggestions and um yeah he already played green arrow he could play a better hawkeye i'm, I'm just saying um mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. anyway <laughs> like anyway so uh yeah but our final little bit of news from rachel is extremely relevant to today what's going on it is send hill's birthday today may 17th when we were recording this Yay. And I mentioned it because I saw it on my Twitter a bit because uh, Sendhill fans are giving to a COVID charity in India as like a birthday present for him. And if you're interested in that, you can go check out their Twitter at Sendhill fans. Mm-hmm. So go have a look at that. See if you want to give. I'm sure we could probably link to something in the show notes. That's very true. I can do that. I had the link right here. For the Yeah, I knew you had the link. That's why I mentioned it. Yeah. Happy birthday, Sendhill. Yeah, happy birthday, man. Mm-hmm. How old is he? Good question. <laughs> Why am I such a like a little like nosy aunt? It's just like, how old is he though? Let's find out. Let's, so I looked let's up to, to double check that today was his birthday. Okay, he was born in 1974. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's 47. I'm doing math. 
Yep. Wow. There you go. That is not a man who looks 47. No, not at all. Mm. That's why, like, Anders always tweets at him, like, fuck your melanin. <laughs> oh, Anders. Mm. <laughs> I think he commented on an Instagram post or something of his. <laughs> Acting, yeah. that guy out here acting like he doesn't look his age either like jesus mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he doesn't look his age either so yep he can calm down <laughs> uh yeah just just some fun little tidbits uh to discuss related to our, our heroes alums mm-hmm. but uh let's get into the main event yeah while you're all really here let's discuss our uh episode Turn and face the strange. Yep. Speaking of Sendel, Mohinder had the previously again. This time I'm pretty sure it was him. <laughs> Jesus. You're pretty sure. I don't even have one. <laughs> like, what kind of dog and pony show are we operating? Listen, I like play and then I do the window pop out and then I'm like trying to get my notes in order and then like during the previously. So like, anyway. <laughs> On the show proper... We come into Noah unzipping Siler's body bag again because he just cannot get enough looks <laughs> at this dead serial killer. <laughs> is it is it is it gross of me if I'm just like yeah well you know look at look at him <laughs> go outside anyway oh, oh no I've been punished. <laughs> Danko walks in on him and Noah's like yeah how did how did you get him huh huh. And he's like, oh, it was like a four-inch pocket blade, but now it's been replaced by a six-inch metal spike in the back of his head. And I was like, yeah, okay, metal was a good choice. Glass melted in the Primatech fire. So there's our answer how he got out. Finally. It only took how long? 22 episodes? No, not that much. Took a lot. (laughs) He wasn't in there since the beginning of the season. No. No. Um, No, well, it was, okay, so it was episode 13. So, like, nine episodes. Yeah. Okay. But still. And Noah just can't get over the fact that, like, he's there. And he's, like, not sure. Like, he's afraid that, like, he's going to get up again. And Danko's like, nah, he's not going to get up again. Trust me. I am so positive on this. (laughs) He's not going to get up again. He ribs Noah. Like, hmm. I got him. You didn't. Maybe you really didn't want to catch him. And Noah's like, well, maybe you're better at this than me. And before they can get into a little more tit for tat, a woman comes in all, hey, Mr. Bennett. Your wife's here. <laughs> My wife's here? Sandra's here? What? Why is she in D.C.? <laughs> so, there we go. Uh, yeah. Maybe you didn't really want to catch him. Mm-hmm. You little shit. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say any more about that little shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Remember, remember that line in a mm-hmm. couple minutes here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we go back to Hero and Dando. Who are on the road now. They've gotten a car. And they've been trying to call Parkman all day, the whole way there. All his numbers are disconnected. They cannot get a hold of him. And Anna's like, what about what about the baby's mom, too? And Hero's like, no. Matt first, then we'll save his mother. We'll worry about her later. Because she's in arguably less danger, I guess. <laughs> and while they're talking, little baby Matt Parkman starts crying in the backseat. And he's crying so much that the car stops running it just stalls out on the road and we see that the car that they are driving is a nissan cube holy shit it's the cube mm-hmm. we've reached that part of the show the cube remember the cube remember all the cubes that you see on the road now oh, so many man i still see verses and rogues i don't see cubes i think i saw one once like a few months ago somewhere really and i was like a fucking cube look look we haven't seen that in forever, but yeah. We fully had, I don't know if we still do or not, but we had a Nissan Versa at the apartment complex that I live in. Mm-hmm. It makes me happy every time I see it. <laughs> Nissan Versa. Yeah, it's a Versa, beep, beep. <laughs> no. Hero is like brand loyal. He wants Nissan cars. <laughs> yeah, I have I have something to say about that in a moment, but do go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm done. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the end. We see they're in a cube. That's it. <laughs> Oh, God. How in the hell, other than the obvious sponsorship of it all, just on that level, could these two get a brand new car? With what money, with what credit, 
is Ando footing this bill? Like, who the hell, how is this happening? How? Because, yeah, they say that in the next scene, like, it was brand new. What's happening? Yeah, it was brand new. You know how hard it is to get a brand new car? Like, it's not easy. Like, And I don't think Hero would have stolen it. No, he wouldn't have, because it's against his whole, like, code. And that's the thing, is, like, Hero has no money. His, his accounts have been frozen. Like, he mm-hmm. is wanted. Ando, honestly, shouldn't be able to access things either, because he's, like, a known associate. But they never grabbed Ando. Yeah, I know, but, like, he's a known associate, and he was there at, like, the helicopter, like, the, the um, plane crash thing. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm very, like, how the hell did they get this car? I don't know. Yeah. I mean... I, Maybe it's in the comic. There's there's probably no answer, but, yeah. Anyway. Because <laughs> it's a Nissan Cube, baby. <laughs> Nissan sponsorship, baby. All right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um... So let's go over to Mohinder and Matt. Holy shit, Matt Hinder. The dream team oh my of your. Uh Mohinder has made arrangements to get the hell out of Dodge and go back to India, which okay, um they would find you there. That's literally the second place they would look. <laughs> <laughs> but but go off, sis. Um he thinks he's gonna go to India and get away from all this. Uh he also thinks Matt should go with him. Matt's messing with a gun. Mm-hmm. He's not in the best mental space right now. Mm-mm. And Mohinder's very like, okay, so like, I know you're upset about your manic pixie four month girlfriend, but like, calm down. <laughs> and Matt is just like too stubborn to, to even consider it. He's just like, no, what happened to her was protocol. And she died because she was different. And that's just not something I'm going to, you know, sit right with. And we see Matt has photos of Janko, like surveillance photos, like, oh, fuck. And he says that he wants him hurt. He basically, he wants revenge. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you've been a really good friend, Mohinder. And I'm just like, yet again, I demand to see the four months between season one and season two. Because I want to see the house of Matt Hinder grow and develop and, you know, turn into what it is now. Because, oh, we were so robbed of that. Yep. So robbed of that. But yeah, so Matt is like in a really bad space. He He's going to do something bad and stupid and reckless. And he knows it. That's what's scary. He he does a lot of stupid, reckless shit, to be honest with you. He does. I, honestly, like, this volume is, like, stupid, reckless Matt Hour. Even beyond this volume, man. Yeah. Like, season one, yeah. going to go bust down Noah Bennett's door. Yeah, you're right. That's kind of his whole thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, Mohinder, my love of Mohinder is, like, he tries, you know. He's very like, you should come with me. And Matt's like, no, I'm, I'm going to throw my life away instead. And Mohinder's like, all right. <laughs> like, I offered. Like, <laughs> not going to spend an hour arguing with you. Okay. You could just knock him out with your super strength. But like, sure. You know. Fair. Fair. If he really wanted to, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, back to Sandra unexpectedly showing up. Uh, mm-hmm. She's waiting for Noah in the hall. And she just gives him a, the business about, quote-unquote, being handled. Um, because, you know, she's talking about the agents busting down her door, talking about Claire disappearing, and Noah pulling his usual, oh, the less you know, the better, you know, bullshit. And she just snaps at him in the middle of the hall. She doesn't give a fuck. She's just like, that's not good enough. She demands to see Claire. She wants to know where she is, what's happening. And uh, Noah's very distracted. He's very, like, looking around. And she's like, what? Like, am, are you busy? Like, what the hell? Like, this is this is your daughter I'm talking about. And he tells her all about the body that he was looking at and how it's meant to be Siler, but he doesn't believe it. And she's like, Claire's disappeared and you're talking to me about our other son? I mean, Siler? And <laughs> I literally, I literally say in my notes, keep your focus on your actual child, Noah. God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. But then Danko comes up to them. A weirdly friendly Danko, by the way. And yeah. he shakes her hand. And I, I just write, oh, you shit, you total fucking shit. Because, I mean, you should realize what's <laughs> happening at this point. Oh, you must be Mrs. Bennett. I've seen your picture. How nice to meet you. And she's just like, yeah, from the cameras, you know, surveilling my house. Just like, oh, she's not here for this. She's she's not doing even Texas nice at this point. <laughs> she's just like, Mm-mm. you can go screw. And Noah's like, Sandra, you need to go home. She refuses. 
She's like, I'm staying at, uh, what's the name of the hotel she's staying at? I didn't write it down. I didn't either. She she basically tells him that she's staying at a hotel locally, and she's not leaving until uh, until he finds Claire. Until, you know, she she finally gets some answers. So, mm-hmm. big thing happening there, right? And, uh, yeah, yeah. Any, anything to comment about that before the little shift in the scene? Nope, not yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... We go back to following Danko, and he walks into a room, and he locks the door, and you find out, oh, it's the men's room. And he walks over, you know, to take a leak, and who should we see <laughs> but the actual Danko <laughs> sitting there doing the same, <laughs> staring at what is now very clearly shape-shifted Siler. It was Siler who was looking at his quote-unquote body with Noah, just enjoying life it's <laughs> just like mm-hmm. just being a little fuck because he can't not be and he's like you know it was fun being you commanding the respect of others but like you really ought to have that mole checked you, you know the one i mean <laughs> and tanko is just not having this at all and he's just like looking at him like the fuck are you doing and he look you know glances over while still wearing you know jelko ivonic's face like i showed bennett the body you should have seen his face. <laughs> like, you can't stop. <laughs> you both can't stop. And it's killing mm-hmm. me. Real Danko's not having this. He snaps at him. He's just like, this isn't a game. And I was like, oh, oh, but it is. Buddy boy, you're working with Siler. Everything is a fucking game to this guy. And he's like, this isn't about you finding some clever way to kill Noah Bennett. And he shifts back into himself. And he's like, I'm not going to kill him. I'm going to destroy him. Siler, what part of your little, like, <laughs> change the world big change, you know, get involved in big stuff thing has anything remotely to do with fucking with Noah Bennett, which is like, if your current ambitions of being in the government and, you know, actually affecting change are like college, this is some preschool level shit, buddy. You've been doing this since season one. Like, oh my God. Everybody's gotta have a hobby. Oh my God. And then I'm gonna have the same amount of yelling to do it Noah later. (laughs) They they Mm -hmm. both can't stop. It's sick. It is. Siler and Matt are on the same journey this episode. They're out for revenge. They are, but it's like... Okay, so, like, that's my thing. Is it's like, but why, though? Like... Everybody's got to have a hobby. I know, but it's like, yeah, I know. It's he like, likes to fuck with Noah, but he can't resist. He thought he could resist, yes. and then he saw Noah there and was like, oh, <laughs> I need to rub this in his face that he couldn't kill the great me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like... What are you doing, buddy? What the fuck are you doing on this day? You need to stay focused. My God. He won't, though. Mm-mm. Anyway, whoosh heroes. Whoosh heroes. Yep. He's having a little too much fun with this new toy of his. Yeah. I mean, can you blame him, though? Yes. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to stay focused and on task, and he will not. And we can't have a focus Siler, oh, dude. We I can't know. have a focus Siler. I know. Not to the finale, at least. No, we can't have a focus Siler. Yeah. Which is why he's going on his, like, identity crisis journey. Like, he <sighs> has been since, like, you know, it's the end of season one, so. I, do, I Yeah, I know. I do remember not liking that, that episode after the next one very much. So we'll see. We'll see where, mm-hmm, where it hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. Noah gets a phone call, and it is from Angela, who's on a payphone, and she's like, "Yeah, so have you um, you heard about Coyote Sands?" And he's like, "Yeah, you know, my whole time with the company, every time I'd asked about it, I was always told I shouldn't ask about it." <laughs> and she's like, "Well, I'm fine. Peter's on his way there now. Nathan and Claire, we got a hold of them. They'll be in route soon, and I need you to meet us there too." And he's like, you know, that sounds great, but, like, holy shit, <laughs> Siler is kind of here? Like, he says he's dead, but he's not dead, and, like, I gotta find out the truth, you know? It's, like, my white whale and, like, Danko got him, but not me. It's fucking me up. <laughs> and Angela's like, leave it alone. Just leave. And he can't leave it alone. He hangs up. He goes to go look at the body again, but it's gone now. And he's like, where's the body? And they're like, oh, it's, you know, it's burn day. We took it to the crematorium with the rest of them. So. Uh Uh-oh. Just. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so ridiculous. It's like, would you believe it if you were the one who stuck the spike in his back? Because I don't think you would have. I really don't. (sighs) 
I think he would have. I think he just thinks, like, how could Danko have done it? Yeah, that's the whole thing, is he's been bested and he hates it. It's yeah. something he and his his future son have in common. They don't like being bested by those that they think are not as good as them. Yep. Or just in general. Danko's not had a lot of wins. This is like a huge win for Danko. So how did he get like the win? Yeah, he is like the win. Nobody can bring down Siler. So we go to New York where Mohinder is back at his apartment, baby. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that's the first place they should look. <laughs> Yes, but like you know, I guess Siler's there now, and he's like, "I'm not gonna look that way. We're gonna like to focus on my priorities." Oh my god, I'm so glad you said that because like, I could just picture um, Siler just straight kicking back. Like maybe he's being Danko, maybe he's being someone else, and he's looking at all these like um, Chandra files that they took, just feeling yep. nostalgic. Ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. my baby. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So Mohinder's got a great disguise. He's wearing this, like, cabbie hat. Fun new hat. (laughs) And he uses his strength to pop the lockout on his apartment and lets himself in. His apartment is empty. It's all been taken out, basically. His landlord, I think it's the same landlord from season one, shows up all like, (laughs) you're gonna have to pay for that. And Mohinder's like, where are my papers? Where's everything? Where's my papers? And he's like, I don't know. They took them. The feds also told me to call them if you showed up. And Mohinder's like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. <laughs> and the landlord is just like, it's not fucking worth my time, okay. And he's like, okay, just get what you need and go. By the way, down in storage, there's a whole bunch of stuff your father left there. Why don't you take that too when you get out of here? So, huh, Chandra left <laughs> something in storage. Ooh. Interesting. Brand new father's research. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Hasn't had time to go looking, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just, I was greatly tickled at the idea of Siler just looking through those files because he has them now and just being like, yep. aw. <laughs> I'll handle Mohinder later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mohinder, there's always time for you. Or is there? Is he officially over it now because we never see them again? Could be, could be. I don't know. Because, like, I'm sure Danko has, like, taken a step back and is not sending out as many of his other men to go get dangerous people because Siler's on the case now. And he's like, I don't have to risk my mm-hmm. men or mm-hmm. I get a bunch of wins. So not yeah, top priority. Like, that's, yeah, yeah, that's the thing is, like, the priorities keep shifting. And especially, yeah, now, now, uh, now Siler's involved. Like you said, they're going after these pretty attainable fish in this mm-hmm. pond so they can rack up the wins on the scoreboard. But, uh. Not going after any of the big boys, really. Not really. No. They don't have, you know, their resources as devoted to that as they once did. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Interesting, interesting stuff there. New research. Huh. Wonder what that's going to be. Hmm. I guess we'll, we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> so, next we see Hero and Ando, um, because the car broke down, because of the baby touch and go. Um, they're trying to hitch a ride. And so there's, you know, they're just basically hitchhiking and uh, a truck actually stops for them. And it's like, holy shit, a truck driver actually stops for them. And that truck driver is played by, uh, Kenneth Choi, who, I mean, the guy has a big IMDb. He's been in a lot of things. Um, I think most people might know him from, he was in the first Captain America movie. He was part of the little, like, group of people whose name I can't remember right now. Why can I remember mm-hmm. anything? Oh, my God. Like, the yep. Howling Commandos. He was part of the Howling Commandos. Yep. There you go. And he's been in, like, lots of things. It's like he was, uh, he's the principal in Spider-Man Homecoming as a very, like, wink nod. Like, oh, his relative was in, you know, fucking <laughs> the Howling Commandos. Um, and then I think, yeah. I think that he's also showed up on, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff, too. So, done a lot of Marvel work, but he's done a lot, a lot of work. He's been in a lot of fucking things, a lot of TV and movies. Um, Yeah, he is the truck driver. He's in 911 right now, so that brings it back to the grunny thing. Hey. Mm. Um, Or at least, yeah, yeah, he's totally on that show. Um, He was on the, he's on the spinoff, right, Uh, Grunny? He's on, yeah, Granny's on 911 Lone Star. Oh, God, all these Chicago fires and fucking 911s and everything. I can't keep anything straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we see Kenneth Choi, 
and he is a uh, Japanese truck driver. And they're excited at first because they're like, oh, sweet, it's a Japanese dude. But, like, no, dude, he's, like, super American. Like, super American. He has, like, a Texas accent and is, like, very yeehaw and everything. And I'm not even exaggerating. Um, Because, you know, he's he's Sam Douglas from Lubbock, Texas. (laughs) And uh, he gives him a ride. And he's like, yeah, sure, I got a mechanic buddy in the next town over. He can, you know, help fix your car. And so they they get in, but immediately Little Parkman Jr. cries, which triggers his power, and the truck breaks down. But everything, it's the weirdest thing. The ignition doesn't work. The electrical isn't working. Hell, his CD won't even play. It's so strange. But yeah. Yeah. Another another little uh, obstacle for Hero and Ando to overcome. Yeah, Ando is the one that kind of like figured out first, like, it's the baby. Yep. The baby just yep. did this. It's, it's touch yep. and go. He touched it oft. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gotta keep him happy, they'll find out. Oh, yes. Quite difficult to do. Babies are the worst. Um, <laughs> what? They're so hard to keep happy. Okay, so um, going back to, um, we see Danko leaving the building where, you know, he works. And Matt is right outside. And he's reading his mind. And he's trying to make a ball paranoid. And I'm like, dude, this guy doesn't need to be more paranoid, okay? <laughs> like, he's like the last thing you need to be pushing into his mind. And he puts the thought into him that the person closest to him is in danger and he needs to go to them. So it's just a quick little scene of Matt pushing that thought into Danko's head. Danko having the thought received into his mind and then hailing a cab and leaving. And Matt going after him. Mm-hmm. Matt determined to make him feel how he feels, you know, very that. Oh, yes. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we have that. And then just a little itty bit with uh, Noah. And he's chasing down that corpse. He's determined. And so (laughs) he goes to where they um, cremate the bodies. And he goes for the Siler body. He finds it. And he tells him to draw their weapons because he pulls the spike out. And he waits. And he, and, he, and he goes to a guy and he sends the, he has them uh, send the spike over to a, a lab for DNA analysis. And nothing's happening. So it's obviously probably not Siler because he would heal, right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be the indicator? Yeah. He also tells them to not cremate the body. Yes. Keep it. Mm-hmm. Keep it. Because we're going to need it on the show later. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a true thing. Yeah. So. We need it for something. We need it for something kind of weird. <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. uh, yeah. How's Matt? How's Matt's little uh, adventure um, into sanity? <laughs> well, we got just like a little short scene of Matt here because mm-hmm. uh, Danko shows up at some house and huh? a lady's there. Oh. And she's all beckons him inside. And then we see Matt sitting there and he grabs his gun like he's okay. Whew. He's gonna do something. And it's like, oh god, Danko has a Daphne too. Are, are we going for like an eye for an eye thing? Fuck. Seems like it. That's ugly. That's an ugly look on you, Matthew. That's not a very hero thing to do. No, it's really not. <clears throat> he gets a lecture about that later. As he should. So, let's go over to Noah's apartment, and Sandra shows up, she comes in, and he's kind of wondering why she's a lot calmer now, and she's like, oh, Claire called a half an hour ago, she's fine, but I have something here more important, I'm here for something else. And she hands him divorce papers, and he's like, is this, is this the real reason you came? And she starts going off on him, you perpetually lied to me. You had loaded guns in my house. You endangered my children. It's not a marriage. This is an arrangement. It is a cover for you. And I was like, no, come on. We can go to counseling. I don't I don't want to, you know, give this up. And she's like, no, it's too late. I don't love you anymore. You're a liar and a betrayer. I don't love you. I don't trust you. I don't even respect you. And after she gives it to him, she leaves his apartment. And we follow her outside. And once she's outside, she rounds the corner, smirks, and turns into fucking Siler. <laughs> this son of a bitch. It's like he's just asking to get a box cutter to the throat again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god. I wrote in my notes. I was just, it's the thing I keep saying. They're just, 
They're wasting so much time fucking around with each other. Mm-hmm. But if you... Okay. <laughs> Let's think about the mechanics of this for a minute. So, Siler, he, like, printed out a template of a divorce from something. Yeah. Um, or went to a Kinko's. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, and, like, copied some shit. And like, he went through all this effort, okay, to do this one thing. It's like... He's insane. He's absolutely insane. I think definitely the end goal is what he's going for, and less of like, ha ha ha, I'm gonna break him right here. Yeah. Yep. So, like, he's got, like, a larger plan. I just like thinking about him sitting there having a conversation with, like, some kid at Kinko's. <laughs> I just... Yeah, my marriage on the rocks, man. Yep, yep. As Sandra. Oh, God, even better. Try canceling. Couldn't do that. You know, he's got accent on. He's got his Texas Texas accent. Oh, my Mm -hmm. God. Uh Uh-huh. Like his fucking delivery guy, or paper man accent from season one. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I hate it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just fucking around with each other. That is all they do the whole episode. Yep. Yep. They have fun. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, baby touch and go? Baby touch and go. All right. So Matt is still crying. And the <laughs> trucker is all, okay, let's try moving your magic baby away from my truck. Which means that Hiro and Nando attempted to explain what was happening they sure did. to this random trucker. They sure did. And sure enough, they step back and the trucker gets back in his truck and it starts up and he leaves. So... <laughs> No, this baby's magic. It stopped your car. And he's like, the tarnation? Are you talking about? I know, right? He probably did say tarnation even. Like, what the fuck with the writing for him? Oh, man. And Hero and Ando now go back to attempting to cheer little baby Matt Parkman back up. And the baby is having nothing to do with it. Until (laughs) Ando makes a very particular funny face where he's got his, like, fingers in his ears. He's got a, a wide mouth going on. And the baby, like, chills. And Hero's like, oh my god, yes, now get in the back with that baby, you're gonna make that face. And <laughs> Andal stops, and the baby cries again. He's like, I can't do this all the way to New York, and it's like, yeah, you can. This is your test, Andal. Get back there, make that face, let's go. I love when they figure it out, and he makes the face, and they're just, like, standing behind the car. And it's like, oh, we figured it out, and Hero shoves Ando into the back seat of the car. <laughs> like, this is happening. Great, you're, you're in, I'm driving. There's a lot of shoving in this episode, mm, actually. There is. A lot of people pushing people. Yeah, goddamn. Tensions are <laughs> the, high. The best one's coming up. Yes, the best one's coming up, but I believe Parkman has one coming up, too. Like, a lot of shoving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking um, of Parkman. Okay. How, how's he doing? Well, apparently he is surveilling the situation going on here because uh, we see the woman whose name is Elena... And she's very pleased to see Danko, who she calls Jacob, mm-hmm. in Russian. She's speaking Russian to him. And uh, he's very pleased to see her, too. They clearly seem to really care about each other. This is quite different from the Danko we've been presented. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, oh, no, in English, in English. Like, you said you would practice. And she's like, ah, only for you, you know, kind of thing. And so they're just having this, like, little moment. And he's like, well, you know, I can't stay. I have to fly back to Chicago tonight. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's pulling an HRG. <laughs> slide boots. And so Danko leaves. And it's just a little moment of, like, humanity for him that we ha- had not seen really before. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he leaves, Matt breaks into Alana's house. He's got his gun drawn and raised. And it's like, come on, Maddie. This isn't the way. This is not a mm. good idea. And she's like, they sent you to me, didn't they? Because Elena was an escort, and she claimed that, you know, she's she's done with that life. And, well, it's kind of like the mob. It's not something you easily walk away from. Um, so she thinks that, yeah, like, they sent him to, you know, intimidate her or threaten her or something. And he's like, no, 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 I work together with Jacob, whose name is uh, Jacob Prodasa. That's his name that he gives her. And she's like, oh, you work with Jacob. She's like, oh, well, I insist you sit. And so they sit together. And uh, that's what's happening now. But I would be, uh, I'd be scared if I were her. Because <laughs> Matt's not in a good space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She didn't see the gun because he, like, put it away. Yes. And was going to leave again. Yes. 
Because I'm sure her attitude would be different if she saw him pointing a gun at her. <laughs> well, I mean, he could just make her forget that, too. So, fuck. I mean. True. I think he does do some, like, light pushing into her head, if I remember correctly I, here. Yeah, I think I think so. I think he yeah. does. Just calming her down. Yep. Doing what he's got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, we see the very, very um, hinged Noah, totally not losing his mind at all. <laughs> At work, just straight up not, oh my god, he is losing his shit. And he's opening up the papers to look at them. And he notices something off immediately as he reads them. And he pulls up a sample of Sandra's actual handwriting. And he realizes, oh my god, that's not her handwriting who wrote this on this this fucking document. And so he immediately calls the lab about the DNA sample. And they tell him. Well, yeah, obviously, we know. I mean, it's not a big secret. Like, we know what's happening with Tyler. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, there's no suspense. Like, we were just waiting no. for him to figure it out. Um, yeah, obviously, it's a match for James Martin, the shapeshifter. And then Noah's just like, Siler is a shapeshifter. It's like a nightmare scenario come true for our paper-selling, uh, uh, you know, Texas man. Right? They're like... That is a that is a DEFCON one scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so let's, let's see how he handles this news. Oh boy, not well. No, not not well. Not very well at all. <laughs> really entertainingly for the rest of us, though. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's fun to watch Noah Noah Straight Lace Bennett just absolutely fall to pieces over the course of a day. <laughs> oh yeah. Poor guy. But, um, yeah. How, uh, uh, Matt's making a new friend. That's cool. He is making a new friend. New friend named Elena. Mm-hmm. She seems nice. He asks how long she has been seeing him. I don't remember what date she did. I didn't write it down. Do you remember? Um, they've been seeing each other. I didn't write it down, but it was, like, uh, a, over a year. I know that. Okay. And she was talking about like, oh, he's, you know, he sells school books. And it's like, oh, that son of a bitch. I know. And all these sale calls, they just keep him on the move. Mmm, like someone else we know. <laughs> we also find out that he has straight up told her he has a wife and two boys back in Chicago. But once those boys grow up, they're going to be together. <laughs> and Matt's like, oh, my God. And he's like, you know what? He probably does love you. But he does not deserve you. And he tells her that it's a lie and he is going to show her all about Jacob. Oh, Matt. Gotta get his revenge. You're doing some fucked up things this time, bud. And it's just, all this is such great foreshadowing to what kinds of choices he makes in later volume. He makes them before. Like I said, like he, this is not necessarily unusual behavior for Matt. No, it's not. He certainly goes to a bad place when he's pushed. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Hero finally gets someone to answer one of the many phones he's attempting to call. <laughs> and it's Mohinder that answers. And he's like, where is Matt Parkman? <laughs> and Mohinder's like, yeah, I've heard you've been calling all day. But, like, Matt is on a different path now. I don't think even you can save him. <laughs> it's hard to dissuade a man who thinks he has nothing to live for. Oof. But he ends up giving Hero an address where he thinks Matt might be. And they're at a gas station, by the way, filling up the tank. And <laughs> Ando gets back in the car and he makes the face so they can leave the gas station because they've got to go save Matt. <laughs> oh my god, Hero's snapping at him. Ando, make the face to get the car to work. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> but the scene's not over yet. The camera turns and we see two more familiar faces at the gas station. Claire and Nathan are taking a little flight pit stop there, looking at a map. They're trying to find Coyote Sands. And Claire's like, why do we got to meet her there? And Nate's like, you know, when your grandma has a dream, it's best to pay attention. And we get a great shot of the cube driving away and Nathan and Claire taking off and flying off in the same direction almost. That is like such a great shot. Mm-hmm. Small world. We want to like flight with the cube if we're going to give you like, that's part of our contract. We want to see some of the main characters, not just the cube driving. Aw, yeah. Mm-hmm. Give us that, that superhero oof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll go back to Mohinder, and he's looking over those father's files now. 
And it's like, this is in 1961, Operation Icarus. And he learns it was a medical research at a place called Coyote Sands. Little does he know. In the 1960s, and holy shit, his father was there. There's a scan of the badge that Chandra had. And it's like a young father was there. Little baby Chandra. A little small Chandra. Before Mohinder's time. <laughs> Indeed. Mm-hmm. Little baby Chandra at this Coyote Sands place that is suddenly so important every other character has to talk about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Apparently he's got to make his way there too then. It's all coming together. Mm-hmm. So, uh, are y'all ready? <laughs> are y'all ready for this? <laughs> Noah? Having, like, probably the worst moment of his life? Yeah, honestly, it probably is. Um, so Sandra comes back to the motel where she's staying, and Noah gets the drop on her real easy, because he thinks it's Siler, and he's pissed. Divorce papers, nice. Did you think I wouldn't notice the signature didn't match? And she's just like, what? You know, he has his gun on her. He has his gun on her, Rachel. It is, like, on her neck. Like, Mm -hmm. she can feel it. Um, And she immediately is just like, oh, my God. Like, just, you know, in a very this is what I should do kind of way, just starts spouting off all this stuff about him that, you know, only she would know kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And he is gone, man. He is just like, oh, so you read minds now. Did you kill Parkman, huh? Just, he can't be convinced. And he's like, so so what happened, huh? Did Danko just feed you the catch? Is that what happened? And he's like, well, yeah, you're right. You could be paranoid and right. A broken mm-hmm. clock is right twice a day. Like, you know, <laughs> fuck. And uh, she's crying and begging him not to. He slammed, like, he has her face to a desk. It's yeah. a lot. It is a lot. And she's crying and begging him. And suddenly her phone rings. And he answers it. And it's Lyle. Fucking Lyle. For once, let's not have Lyle shut up. Because he actually saves the day. Because there was mention that, you know, he has to give Muggles uh, a a pill while she's gone. And that uh, it's in uh, the uh, the brown bottle, not the green one. And so they're having this really tense uh, confrontation about this. Well, Noah's on the phone with his son and Sandra is trying to give information to Noah that is correct, but she's also terrified. So she could easily fuck up. And once he realizes from what Lyle says that, that, that she is exactly correct and that this is actually his real wife right here, that he has a gun trained to. That he is just, like, thrown down. The look on, like, his face is is immense. Because he just, he pulls the gun away. He sets the phone down and he steps back and he has his hands up like, oh my god. Like, oh, he fucked up so big. And she's just a wreck. And obviously so. He, he would have killed her. He absolutely would have. Mm-hmm. They both know that. And he's just trying to be like, you know, Siler's a shapeshifter. Like, he came to me as you. You have to understand kind of thing. And she's just like, get out. You know, like, just will, she's not here for any of this. And uh, he's like, you know, you know, he, he told me you filed for divorce and you changed the locks. And she's like, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> like, get. <laughs> she shoves him, or, or, or one of our shoves of the episode. And she tells him to get out. And she's like, because he's like, you know, oh, you got to believe me. She's like, I do believe you. But it doesn't matter. It's too late. I really want you to leave now. And so, like, yeah, he, he has no choice. So he, he leaves. He walks out of her, her room. And you can hear the lock of the door clicking, like, loudly behind him. And he's got this moment where, you know, he's just dealing with, like, the tragedy of what almost occurred. But then, but then it snaps into place. Like, oh, this is, this is Siler's fault. This is all his fucking fault. And he's like mad, mad now, boy. Woo. <laughs> like, look on his face. Like, oh, it's, it's, it's just going to somehow continue to escalate, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, that moment between Sandra and Noah is one of the hardest moments to watch on the show. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, poor thing. But it's also like the perfect encapsulation of why they can't be together. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter if you love her or whatever. You are not fit to be with her. No. Yeah, you're just not. Yeah, you want to have another uncomfortable moment? <laughs> yeah! Let's, let's do a back-to-back. So we see Elena, and she shows up at Danko's actual place. You can tell that's never happened, because, you know, he doesn't have a place here. He's Jacob from Chicago. And he's very, like, stunned. Like, what? How the? How are you here? How did you find me? And Matt's like, oh, you know, I, 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 sh- I told her where you live, kind of thing. And he shows up all gun-raised, all super hot, and he gets them both inside. Danko was pissed. And Matt's just like, you know what? Even if this place is bugged, they won't get here in time. Like, oh boy, he's going to do a thing. He's going to do a bad thing. And Danko's just like, what kind of garbage did you push into her head? And Matt thinks, you know, he thinks he knows what's up with Danko and his quote unquote normal life fantasy. Like, like I know what you're doing. I understand. And so he tells Lena, like, your boyfriend kills people for a living. And Matt does his thing to Danko, which he tries to resist, which I love, by the way. That he's just like, ah, I love whenever people try to resist the way of me. And nope, nope, nothing doing. He admits to it. He says, I'm a soldier. I hunt people for the government. And Matt's like, yeah, go on. Tell her what you did to the woman I love for a couple months. And he's like, I'm not going to stop mentioning it. <laughs> he's being a lot for all of this. You're not, I, you're not I, wrong. I, I feel like Danko could shoot Janice in the head and he'd be fine with it. It's like, do you know what I mean? Like, he's being, like, anyway. Uh, Yeah. Janice. Do you remember Janice? (laughs) Well, he's gonna shortly, but yeah. (laughs) No, but, you know. Um, Obviously, Elena's very upset. And uh, he's like, I I lied because, you know, you couldn't possibly love someone that does what I do for a living kind of thing. And Matt trains the gun on Elena. This poor Russian hooker, Rachel. I know. Mm. God. She seems so sweet. And Danko's just like, if you think that killing her is going to make a difference, nothing's ever going to be more important to me than putting you and your friends down. Nothing's going to shake my faith in the mission, basically. And Matt's like, yeah, that's right, because in your world, there's just no room for mercy. And so Matt realizes, you know, in the vet- in the very, like, oh, well, this makes me better than you kind of way. He, he drops it. And Danko pulses immediately. And Matt's full on suicidal. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give a good goddamn. He lets it happen. And Danko fires. And Matt's dead. Uh, R.I.P. Matt. Um, it's a good run. <laughs> it's really sad. It's a really bummer way to go out. <laughs> yeah, right. Damn. Uh, no, I'm sorry. This is Heroes. People don't die on Heroes. So, Most thankfully. <laughs> well. Well. Thankfully, somehow, Hero came in the nick of time. And he stopped time. And I love how he just says, like, a little, whoop, like a little limbo <laughs> underneath the bullet uh, path. And he pushes Matt down into Danko's rolly chair, and they bail. And the minute they bail, uh, time restarts. And Danko is immediately like, Gah! you know, and he tries to go after him, but also he, like, runs back to Elena. And uh, she's just so done with him. And honestly, like, Danko just lost his girlfriend and his rolly chair, which it's really fucking hard to find a good office chair. So, like, mm-hmm. maybe Matt is a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Hero took that one, technically. I know, but you know. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Dun-dun. damn, Matt. Chill the fuck out. You were with her for four months, if that. And there's very real questions about how real it was. So get out of your fucking spirit walk in your head. Matt burns fucking hot, man. He does, though. He does. He burns hot, hot. Jesus. Yeah. How did he and Mohinder survive together in those, like, That's what I want to see! Because <laughs> Mohinder's fucking, like, burns hot, too, but not quite as, like, I'm gonna do it, with, like, as Matt does, you know? Mm, I don't know. I think they're both really similar now that you mention it. <laughs> they're yeah. both pretty hot, hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Any hoozle. Yeah, so who's having a worse day, Danko, or is it Noah Bennett? <laughs> I mean, it's tied, I guess, at the moment, kinda. Hmm. They have their reasons. They do. So, so back at building 2-6, Noah is strolling through with a file, but he doesn't have his glasses on. And we hear Siler's music on top of it. 
Oh, you know what? I never noticed that. Yeah, I believe it's Siler's music playing over it. Just to be like, yeah, this is Siler walking through, buddy. How funny. Oh my god. Okay. And he's smirking, and he goes into Danko's office and closes the blinds. And Danko's at his desk. He's like, well, what is it, Bennett? And he looks smirks. Mm, guess again. <laughs> I went and found some of Bennett's old Primatech files. Guess he's been holding out on you. And he drops the files on the desk. Danko pauses for a second, and then he takes, he's like, hmm, I'm not surprised. And Noah sits down and then is like, surprise now, boosh, I've got a gun, bitch. Ha 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 If I were Siler, I wouldn't need this now, would I? Do you know how much of a meme his little, like, ha like, gun pull would have been mm-hmm. if that were a thing back in the day? Surprise. Like, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> he, he took a chance. He's like, you know. Aww. We'll see if Danko's in on it, because I'm pretty sure he is. And oop, there he mm. is. Oh. And he tells Danko to give him his gun. And <laughs> Danko is still, ha- like, clearly having a bad day. I love how Danko, yeah, he's just so upset. He's just like, uh-huh, sure. Like, mm-hmm. why not this? And no one wants to know how dumb Danko is. Like, I want Siler on a platter, and maybe I will overlook this pathetic little cry for help. <laughs> And Danko's like, he's been on assignment as Agent Donner of Team Six. Huh, they've been racking up a lot of wins lately, haven't they? Danko's like, well, should they should be back in an hour. And Bennett's like, great, I can wait, and so are you. Surprise! And and he makes a big thing of putting his glasses back on mm-hmm. at the end. Oh my god, this guy. What a little shit. That little strut he does, because he thinks that's what Siler would be like as him. Yep. I can't. I simply can't. Smirking and, like, strolling through the office yes. all confident. And, yep, yeah, walking differently. Uh-huh. Yep. Glancing around the office. Yep. <laughs> his turn to look at Danko with his little smile on his face. Oh, Guess again. I love it. I love it so much. Mm. Ah, such a delight. I mean, they're both just destroying their own lives for for fucking nothing, but it's so entertaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This whole episode is people just trying to destroy their lives, pretty much. It really is. So... <laughs> yeah, speaking of that... <laughs> Hero... How's Matt? Yeah. Well, Matt's good. He's walking with Hero, and Hero is giving Matt a lecture, because he kind of figured... was Either Matt told him or he figured out what was happening back there. And he's like, there's a difference between a righteous battle and retribution. And Matt's like, no, that's all they understand is revenge. That's all they get. And Hero's like, no, we are better than that, Matt. We are better than that. And they walk into, like, this little courtyard opening. And Ando is still making the face. And he's like, oh, my God, Matt, I can finally stop making this damn face. (laughs) And Matt walks over and he's like, what's with the kid? Why why do you have a baby? (laughs) Hero picks the baby up. Matt Parkman, meet Matt Parkman. And Matt's just like, the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) This is why you can't give up. A boy needs his father. And Matt's like, I have a baby? I have a baby! And the baby is all smiles now, and so is Matt. And he, like, lifts him up, and you see little toy cars running around their feet. And it's like, oh. That's cute. Yeah. He's found his son. He learned he has a son. Mm. Yep. Yeah, you're right, man. Just zero to a hundred in no time at all. Mm -hmm. That's Matt Parkman. It's my baby. I have a baby. Everything's different now. Daphne who? (laughs) Right. Uh, I did did like Hero's lecture to him. Hero does not do revenge. Because who better than him to have learned that? Yep. He doesn't, he he never, he didn't want to kill Siler in season one, you know? No, he didn't. He doesn't want to be a killer. No. Well, speaking of Siler, who's still very much alive. Yeah. Um. How's everyone doing over there at Building 2-6? Well, we see Team 6 come back from their op. And uh, Agent Donner, man, he's just the life of the party. He's just such a such a great guy. He's clapping hands with everyone. And uh, we see Noah and he comes in and he pulls his gun on Donner. And he's like, this isn't Agent Donner. This man is Siler. Tell him, Danko. <laughs> and Danko, in perfect fashion, is like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And so Noah now is the crazy guy in the room, like, what? No, he and Siler are working against you all. And uh, <laughs> Agent Donner is just like, you know, 
It's okay. Like, just just lay off of Noah. He's under a lot of stress because of the divorce and everything. <laughs> <laughs> he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he knew that that would make Noah flip. And he does. He's like, how would you know about that? And so uh, he does it. He fires his gun. And uh, kills an innocent man. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Um, he takes, uh, Danko hostage for a hot second, and then he bails. And, uh, <laughs> they had this scene in the fucking promo, and we all just, like, it's the stupidest, <laughs> funniest thing. Um, really go back and watch when Noah bails, and he's running out of Building 2-6. Um, Jack Coleman runs through a crowd, and he's pushing people out of his way, like, push, 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 right? Getting, getting through a crowd. Leaving through a door, but when he leaves through a door, a woman's trying to get in, and he fully shoves her to the ground and <laughs> runs away. And it, it's just too, too funny. It's so good. <laughs> that poor extra. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. So, um, yeah. Uh, Noah Bennett just killed a man. <laughs> like, Seems so. I mean, obviously, this isn't the first time he's ever killed a man, but... I think someone, didn't they, like, try to slap his arm... Like Noah's arm down until he fired. Yeah, I think it was something like that. Like one, like someone made a move. Like Danko I, tried to, to like I, grab him, or someone tried to like. God, push I'd his have arm to down. watch it again. I'd have to watch it again. Here, give me, give me. Because he doesn't hit the back of the head. No, he doesn't. And his gu- yeah, his gun is not dead on. And I mean, Noah Bennett has great aim. And that's and why he's, he's like, watch. He's gonna him. get back up. Just watch. You watch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Here, hold on. I'm actually gonna look. Just talk amongst yourselves. I'll, I'll, I'll How are you guys doing? Should we talk about baseball while Keisha's searching? Uh, Man, fuck the coin, right? We're going to follow the reader the whole time, and we're going to, like, make loses into wins, and it's going to be a great time. I'm not going to overturn turntables. Are you kidding? I want to watch the world burn. Dang it. There's people salty because their teams, they built up their team for how many seasons doing stuff, and now it's like, oh, they're not going to have a good season. Oh, well. I'm Sunbeams. We haven't had a good season since before I joined this game. Dang it. Any luck, Keisha? I have to watch the ads. I'm on IMDb. Ugh. What are the ads today? Um, let's see. A lady trying to put her jeans on. She's doing the, like, thing where you lay down to do it. Uh-huh. I know that a little too well. Uh, and it's for a, a urinary tract health um, tablet. Okay. So, yeah. I don't really know what those two things have to do with each other but um and we got t-mobile got a t-mobile ad mm-hmm. whole country's pink i guess that's fine are you gonna are you gonna enjoy your your 5g now that you're vaccinated yeah i got it's my fine. 5g i got all my bars it's fine yeah you got all your bars yep oh, that's good i can play pokemon go anywhere people act like they wouldn't do that if they could um <laughs> now it's a protein bar Eat our good protein bar because you gotta have some yummy yums. Yeah, they're like, you didn't think we could make one taste like donuts? I'm like, yeah, obviously you can. Those things are just candy bars. Like, yep. it's not hard. Mm-hmm. All right, Danko's like, everybody stand down. Donner's about to say the thing about the divorce. Noah has the gun at a funny angle. Yep, yep. A guy comes in from the side and chops him. Mm-hmm. Yep. An Agent Wade, it looks like. Gotcha. From the little x-ray mm-hmm. so yeah there you go agent Wade just uh say you know tried to save agent donner but it didn't work out so yep sad day so sad yeah except for we go to commercial and then we come back <laughs> <laughs> and we see danko with the blood covered donner who uh he changes back duh 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 doy <laughs> and he gets up and he coughs up the bullet which is gross and he's pissed that he almost got got. <laughs> he actually is quite annoyed at the moment. And Danko's like, huh, I didn't know you could bleed like that. And Siler's just like, yeah, I squeezed out a little extra for show. And he's mad at Danko for bringing him there, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. The whole thing is just one big, like, remember, I can always do this. I can always set Noah Bennett loose on you kind of thing. Like, just, you know. You think you're going to win at the end of this, but it's not guaranteed. And I was like, oh, silly Dinko. You don't even know. Yep. So it's, it's, a, it's very that. You yeah. can try, buddy. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, see how it goes for you. 
I welcome the challenge. Siler does yeah. too. He does. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, anywho. Yeah. Speaking of Noah Bennett, <laughs> he's mm-hmm. calling Sandra on a burner phone. He's like, I'm sorry, I'll call you again when it's safe. Uh, I'm not going to be calling you back on this either because it is a burner phone. We also see Mohinder with a map and he's got like all these little strings and they're all pointing to Coyote Sands. <laughs> Yay! String map Mohinder! Best Mohinder! We see Hero and Ando getting road trip food for a happy Matt and a very happy baby. And then we also see Danko trying to call Lena. You must feel betrayed, angry, but what I said before wasn't true. Jacob is the man I want to be, and I can't be that without you. And the whole time he's talking to her answering machine, she is leaving in a taxi. Aww. So, bye, Elena. Bye. You deserve better. Eh. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's the same thing that Sondra deserves well, like, better. Well, like, yeah, sure, 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 do, sure. You know? Sure. No, yeah, you're right. You don't deserve to be lied to and used like that. That's true. That's true. Um... Anyway, man, we've been talking about Coyote Sands a lot. Let's go there. We see a broken God. down sign. Coyote Sands Ooh. Relocation Center. And who is Hell there? Yeah. Peter and Angela. And she's like, this is the place, Peter. This is where our story really begins. We see Nathan and Claire land. Peter is upset that Nathan is there, <laughs> of course. Yeah, not having that. And she stops them from fighting. Enough too much misery in this place. I never wanted you to see this. But to prepare you for the future, you have to understand the past. She opens up her car. It's full of shovels. If you want answers, then you'll have to dig. And she pulls it out and slams it into the ground. We get a Mohinder log. It's like in our nature to protect our children while they're digging and stuff. And Nathan is the first to hit pay dirt. What does he find? He finds a human skull with a bullet straight between the eyes. Whew. Angela collapses to her knees. And they ask, you knew who that was then? And she's like, I knew all of them. Nathan asks, how many were here, Ma? And she just tells him to keep digging. (laughs) And after this, Claire glances back and another car is pulling up. And who gets out? But Noah! He's made it to Coyote Sands. Yay. And we pull back and we see that, yeah, they've, they've, they're still digging and they've uncovered several skeletons now. Something terrible happened here. To be continued. I guess it's like a good like team building exercise to have your sons who are fighting unearth a mass grave together. Yeah. Whatever works. Mm-hmm. What happened? We'll find out next week, I believe, what happened. What happened at Coyote Sands? Dun dun! So what did you think of the episode, Keisha? It's pretty good. Yeah. It's so much Siler and Noah, and I can't complain about that. And Danko. Yes. So. As, as you know, this is a Danko fan cast. So. Mm-hmm. We, we love Danko. We love Noah. We love Siler. Yeah. yeah. We love Mohinder and Matt. It's awesome. Yep. We love Hero and Ando, maybe not with a baby all the time, but they were they were fun this episode. It was fun. You know, honestly, now that the baby thing is winding down, it really wasn't as bad as I, I remembered. I swear to God, it felt like it was like six or seven episodes, like the whole time in this volume was them with the baby, when in reality it was I like fully agree. three. Yeah, they're like barely with the baby. Mm-hmm. And the baby's like fun or whatever. Yeah. Just a little comedy with Hero and stuff. Yeah. Because we can't have him in all the action. He'd solve things too quick, as we know. Well, yeah, that's the thing, right? Is you have to keep them separated or nerfed. Yeah. Like, or you don't have any, um, anything. Mm-hmm. So. So. so yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How you doing? I'm pretty good. Awesome. Do you want to give us our socials? I surely can. Please do. Okay. Um, if you would like to follow our little, our happy little show on Twitter... Well, you can do so. We are at Eclipse Podcast. If you'd like to follow our individual accounts, I am at Lady underscore Snark, S-N-A-R-K. Rachel is at that burb there, burb of the B, like building to six. Uh, Rachel, what's she tweeting about? Uh, That I got my second jab, my second Moderna jab. Hey. Hey. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, Pfizer gang over here. What, what? What, what? Um, We're gonna have to fight. (laughs) We do! (laughs) Who will win? Um, God, am I tweeting about literally anything? Probably not. Um, oh, just just the two more episodes of Skate the Infinity have been dubbed, and I'm just a little fucking weeaboo now. I did see you tweet that, yeah. (laughs) Oh my god! It's not the, uh, it's not all of them, though. The finale is still undubbed, so I kind of want to wait, because I might die if I just watch two of them and not not the finale. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very invested, okay? Uh, if you would like to email us, you can do so at some, we are eclipsedpod at gmail.com. Yep. But the best way to get a hold of us is going to be through our Discord. We'll leave a link, uh, in our show notes so you can get in on that. It's a fun little place to chat about our recent episode or anything Heroes related that's going on in the world today. Um, yeah, come play with us. If you're listening to us on your podcast app of choice, um, we'd really like it if you would leave us a, you know, a review or a rating or subscribe, you know, anything to interact with the cast. Uh, we, we would really appreciate that. Let us know how we're doing. We are really close to the end of season three now. And we're almost on the final season. Oh, sad day. Yeah. But, you know, we, we have, we have more planned, so it won't just be, won't just be that. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, um, I believe that wraps up everything, yes? I agree. Yep, it's all done. We're all good. We're all good here. Fine. Cool. How are you, huh? We're all, we're all good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything's cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so thank you for joining us. Um, we will see you next time here on Eclipse. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Next time on Eclipsed, we're sipping milkshakes in the desert in between sandstorms and loads of flashbacks as we learn the truth behind the mysterious Coyote Sands relocation camp. Tune in.